0: warning this podcast contains themes of a sexual nature and some coarse language what you are about to hear may shock surprise and titillate
1: he advised that today's episode covers the following topics that some listeners may find triggering rape and sexual assault please check the show notes for details and specific timings
0: you're about to journey through a history of horniness, an index of intimacy, a journal of joyful abandon, a kaleidoscope of kink, a library of lust, a miscellany yeah. of...
1: Good. <clears throat> That's what I'll do. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Opening the dictionary in three, two, one.
0: Boop. Okay, so it's time for the dictionary game. But before we start, um, we need to introduce our special guest. <laughs> um so yes would you like to introduce yourself
2: hello gorgeous people thank you for having me Uh, my name is Bambi Bang Bang and I will be your horny little bretty subby monster
3: (laughs) talking about (laughs) kink
2: and all things glorious today
0: in this amazing afternoon (laughs) <laughs> we yeah very snowy we're so excited and thank you so much for being here um me. <laughs> yeah. so we're just going to throw you right in the deep end um with this uh with our with our game so we all have three um k themed stories prepared and we have to say them all in five minutes <clears throat>
3: Five
1: minutes. <laughs>
0: um, so uh don't worry bambi you don't have to start um rafael is going to start
1: oh bloody hell okay yes good amazing okay yeah uh, okay, go for it <laughs> that, that's me going is it okay yeah, 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 right so go, um, so k is for car as in the snake so um yes from uh, the jungle book because um basically uh when i was like 10 or 11 i um i kind of had my like uh sort of sexual childhood awakening happened around that time and I was starting to masturbate etc and uh, anyway so that kind of seemed to coincide with like a kind of semi-bondage awakening thanks to this Disney moment. Um, because uh, yeah, so I basically found uh, a car and the Mowgli kind of interaction very erotic. Um, and I still kind of maybe slightly do, which is really weird. Oh, thanks, Disney. I do. So
3: cool. <laughs> exactly. <laughs>
1: Sexy
0: snake. <laughs> Sexy snake, totally. <exactly. laughs> exactly. um, okay, so my um, turn. Um, K is yeah. for kitchen. So um, when I first moved to London at 18, Um, I was working for like a hospitality agency thing on my very first shift, it was like 6am in the morning. um, It was like a breakfast shift, like opening an office. And um, the chef, uh, I bumped into him outside the kitchen, between these two fake walls between like the kitchen and the place where everyone was eating. And, uh, and and then he just like grabbed me and kissed me. And in hindsight, it wasn't great. But it was exciting at the time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, it's me. Okay. It <laughs> <that>. <laughs>
3: uh, okay,
2: so K is for kitten. Uh, when I first joined the London fetish scene, I was really into kitten play and pet play. Mm-hmm. Um, and I went to a sex party and told a guy that I'd met there that, that I was into that. So we were getting getting busy with it.
3: Uh, <laughs> and he was
2: like just about to climax. And he said, Oh, are you going to drink Daddy's milk? And I was like, Absolutely not. No <laughs> That's a way. <laughs> yeah! oh beat the timer yours excellent well done <laughs> that's amazing
0: i've definitely had people say something like that and i'm like i'm completely not in the mood anymore like, yeah, is, like, yeah. just, like
3: you've no. just
1: said totally the wrong thing I'm yeah not into that at all. <laughs> um, um yeah i've got a related office. story to that but i can't i've got time now okay so anyway k <laughs> is for kneeling uh a subtle hidden k um <laughs> because uh basically i uh obviously- have given my fair share of blowjobs in, in in my time and uh enjoy I, I, I'm one of many uh, we are I think all three of us are quite subby actually in that space uh today so we've got a bit of a collection but um yeah I uh I have awful knee pain from being on my knees for long periods of time no, no. sucking oh, oh, no. guys off so yeah it's like my shins oh. stick out a little bit too far and I, oh. I can't I roll I'm over them up. oh it's terrible
0: body gets in the way of things you want so to so. do. Um, okay. K is for keepsakes. Um it, I, I have lots of, of little like um letters and, and little presents and things from my relationship with my ex-boyfriend. Um and I used to keep them all in a little Romeo e Julieta cigar box. And um and now even though we're not together anymore and I'm like totally moved on, I I can't get rid of it because it's an important part
2: of my history and oh, my you very know, cute archaeology. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, K is for Kraken. Uh, uh, nice. I, am... <laughs> I know, right?
3: <laughs> uh,
2: I am super into hentai tentacle madness and nice. stuff like that. Uh, and when I first told somebody about it, uh, the next thing that they did was take me to a club night, um, put these cuffs on my ankles, hang me from the ceiling by my ankles. Wow. Uh, and these three three people that I'm really close with uh, put like um, latex gloves on and started like... <sniffs> All over Ooh. my body. Oh, so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so exciting. That's really
0: cool. I'm so glad uh, you have a Kraken story. I was literally, literally I heard someone has a
3: Kraken story. I was, like,
0: I
1: was running out of H, uh, K's, I was running out of K's, and I was like, oh, Kraken's brilliant. <laughs> um anyway, um, so K is for knockdown. Um, so I what used to do stage combat when I used to do acting. Um, and uh once we were sort of uh sort of do this play fighting, it was very like improv, um, and just sort of uh very, like wrestling kind of style. Um and there was a guy um he was straight um but um oh my god it was the most erotic thing from my perspective there had ever been our faces were like so like eyes were like so close and there was like, just, like breathing in each other's faces and oh like really god. intense but I, no one else picked up on it including him i'm pretty sure I'm quite grateful <laughs> for that because i was so turned on and i <laughs> didn't want anyone to know that
0: <laughs> this is my own private turn on this is amazing yes, um, right k is for knickers um the very first time i had sex with the very first person i was in love with truly in love with um he'd commented before on like a pair of silky knickers i've been wearing so i'd always been very careful to wear like silky knickers i knew he liked but this one time i wasn't prepared and i was wearing <laughs> christmas knickers which had a little robin on them saying today is the day i'm not grumpy just gorgeous and i remembered <laughs> just as he was pulling down my tights and it was really embarrassing
1: uh, <laughs> okay. daddy you've I got like don't... not much time go okay
2: uh, k is for karma uh my current daddy and i are using uh trello the business planning oh my app. god uh, it's so good uh, and anytime i'm a little shit and do anything i'm not supposed to he puts it on uh trello and like we've got like a punishment section wow. and it's currently just full of me getting beat up like <laughs> 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 that's that so amazing cool. i love that <laughs>
3: Did we do it at the time? (laughs) We did, yes. Oh my
0: gosh, amazing. Okay, awesome.
3: Wow. Uh, That was brilliant. That's so fun.
0: (laughs) Hello and welcome to this episode of An A to Z of Sex with Men, where I,
2: Jacinta.
1: And I, Raphael.
2: And for one time only, Bambi Bang Bang, the bisexual burlesque beastie. (laughs) Explore the
0: intricacies of all types of sexual interactions with those people we call collectively cisgendered males.
1: Based on personal experience and extensive research.
0: From anal sex to zipless fucks.
2: Pegging the heavy questions.
1: We've got it all tied up. Cool so um, welcome Bambi and thank you so much for being here and I, I think we're going to start with kink. Uh, K, is, yes. K is for kink uh, this week.
2: Kink. Uh, yes.
1: So uh, apparently you've got a you've got a bit of a definition that you've
2: dug I do. up. I do from the wonderful source that is Wikipedia. Oh. Uh, Super
3: reliable. Have... <laughs> so reliable right?
2: <laughs> it was either that or as I said Urban Dictionary which I don't know it might have been more reliable
3: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) certainly
1: interesting
2: yeah right (laughs) yeah (laughs) um so kinkiness is the use of non-conventional sexual practices concepts or fantasies the term derives from the idea of a bend or a kink in one's Mm -hmm. sexual behavior to contrast such behavior with straight or vanilla sexual
3: proclivities
2: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm, i prefer
1: those those bendy proclivities myself <laughs> oh, lovely
0: oh i love that great great definition i also looked up in the um the children's dictionary at the school i work at because i was curious right. to know what it said and it, it said someone who has it It was something like someone who has peculiar sexual tastes or something which i was like you know for a children's dictionary you know
1: yeah peculiar
0: Pecu- peculiar which i was i was kind of like, <laughs> no, like i
1: mean it's not it's not a negative word necessarily. Yeah. But it's <laughs> not the most positive, is it? Oh, he's a bit peculiar. <laughs>
0: my sexual tastes are
1: peculiar. <laughs> my sexual yeah, a proclivities.
3: Bit peculiar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm put peculiar Tinder pe- bio now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely.
2: <laughs> peculiar content to follow, yeah. Oh <laughs> Actually, I like that.
1: I like it peculiar to me, like intriguing.
0: Mm. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Intriguing sexual proclivities, that's what I'm yes. saying. That's we weird. fixed
1: it. <laughs> yeah just get a pen out just into get get that dictionary out, cross cross it out. out. yeah children like what are you doing <laughs> <titpex. I>
0: <laughs> but anyway so um yeah bambi we're super excited to have you because um even you know you're very involved in the kink scene or certainly have been um is that the case uh it it was
2: until fucking covid happened
0: oh okay. yeah. Well, I yeah i swear
3: swear yeah okay. please yes. swear okay i mean we
2: fun. talk
0: about sex like <laughs> i know right sorry yeah, okay.
2: yeah. <laughs> This
1: is not a podcast that uh, we would play in a primary school. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> All right, children's story time. P- <laughs> episode.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Oh goodness. Um, yes. No. Course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So before before COVID, I was uh, active on the scene for about uh, six or seven years or so. Mm-hmm. I was really lucky. To have my first dominant partner be somebody who was uh, quite well known on the scene, and like uh, within like a month, took me to an event every single night. So I like quickly wow. learned, wow. Um, quickly learned about like the the etiquette and the the safety and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, sometimes, as you can probably guess from like learning the hard way, um, but mostly like um, I had good people around me that were like, no, no, like you look after yourself and stuff. But yeah, I never had the chance to do anything like that. So obviously I was just fucking rabbit for six years and just like making the most out of every opportunity, singing for my supper so I could get into events and stuff. And <laughs> yeah, so but I got a lot of lot of uh, experience to chat shit about today with you guys.
3: Amazing. <laughs> Brilliant.
0: Um, it's interesting. So what you said um about uh safety and learning about safety as you went and obviously being with someone who's well-known and, and experienced, can we talk about safety in yeah. like a kink setting <laughs> definitely because I think I know we've uh Raphael and I have have shared stories on this podcast before where uh we've been in perhaps a kinky setting which has not been safe so
2: yeah please tell us about how to be safe how to, okay <laughs> <laughs> one. Um, yeah. so like I like I said like I I had to learn the hard way for a lot of it and even now uh I am 28 had to double check that in my <laughs> um, yeah, and I've only like now got the tools to stand up for myself in those settings mm-hmm. and like um, I know from previous episode you guys talking about of just like being in situations and just sort of sticking with them to not Cause a scene or anything like that mm-hmm. was definitely me for a long time. Like I'm talking from a place of hindsight, I suppose yeah. as well. But like I am a switch, which means that I am submissive and I have played dominant roles.
3: Yeah, in awesome.
2: as well. So mm-hmm. uh, I think it's really important, especially like if you are going to be a dominant, uh, to. Have that experience as a sub as well.
3: So I completely know, agree. Right,
2: mm-hmm. so you like can understand the headset, the headset, the headspace. <laughs> the headset. That be in. That's what
1: I'm wearing right yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise I was in the dominant SMC headspace. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely necessary. A microphone
2: round here. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Make sure you can hear those safe words. Exactly. Yeah. It's so important. Yeah. Oh my god.
2: Like especially in like a club environment where the music is mm. blasting so loud and stuff. Um, it's all it all comes down to communication, mm-hmm. and um, that like, do you guys know about like the traffic light system and things like that? Um, so I don't. Uh, oh, exactly. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the the code that like a lot of people on the kink scene, that at least that I know, mm-hmm. uh, use is red, yellow, and green um, uh, to stop you from. Being like oh are you okay and having your submissive be like i don't know if i'm okay and i don't yeah. know how to say this and blah. if you just have like the one word answer yeah yeah so i in a scene will be like color and the person can either say green yellow or red red meaning i need to mm-hmm. stop completely i'm not in the place for this anymore uh, yellow mm-hmm. being like can we maybe change it up or slow it down i'm mm-hmm. getting to the point where i could read uh but not yet and then green just being like yeah i'm having a great time please don't stop Put that thing back where it came from. Um, (laughs) Don't don't, don't stop doing the thing. Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Put that thing where it came from.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Definitely not a Pixar reference.
0: (laughs) okay no we're saying about the traffic light system so know my partner and i tried to use that a little but obviously neither of us have learned anything from like the community as such so it's really interesting what you're saying about how you um as a top would say color and then the sub would say the color they were feeling because i think what i find with using that system or indeed any safe word is that i i find it really difficult to speak (laughs) i don't want to say it so actually to actually have the dominant tell you to say the word that you're feeling feels like that's really helpful and absolutely yeah yeah, and as a topic you're like checking um, in
1: i like that it's short as well so you can get it out of the way rather than be like and how are you now? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> rather, I still, like I don't want you to sort of break character. I just kind of want you to kind of like say a word so I can say a word back and we can get back into the play that we're having. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. That's really important. And it's like across the board. I think like a lot of people that I know use that system. <laughs> so like I think if you accidentally entered into a thing with somebody and didn't discuss, I think they'd understand if you were suddenly like red, red, like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but also like. Please also always have those conversations about what is the safe word, what is how are we playing this and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things I also do, like in situations where your mouse is otherwise occupied, um, yeah. is mm-hmm. I click. If that's a complete like, I'm sure that's weird. R- yeah. That's, oh, that's was cool. rubbish.
3: I hope you can do it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm like, uh, my, my current partner is always really impressed with how loud I can do it. And I was <laughs> I that that was going to be dramatic. And it wasn't. <laughs> um, so, it's better than I can do, to be
1: fair. I know, I <laughs> would worry about getting the sound loud enough. It's like,
2: hello.
3: Anybody? Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop! I, oh, God. Yeah. I
1: but then if you've got, <laughs> if you only got any hands-free, you can't necessarily clap, can you? So I suppose... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like you could bang your hand against something, I suppose.
2: or well, like, I uh, <clears> once <throat> in one scene did, like, a chicken arm as well of, like, like up in the air. <laughs> <laughs> just, just anything right. to get their attention. Yeah, yeah But yeah. again, that is all the pre-conversation of the scene to make sure that every yeah. possible outcome is covered and make sure mm. that um, whatever headspace that you are in is uh, prepared for. I always say that the submissive is in charge of the scene. Like the dominant has to be so
3: mm-hmm.
2: aware of like the body language and stuff. And like the minute that the sub doesn't want to play anymore, like mm-hmm. that's
3: it. Like it's, yeah.
2: ugh, I don't enjoy hearing stories or meeting dominant people mm-hmm. Mostly cisgendered men. I'm going to say mm. it, <laughs> um, who push past that emotional boundary for their own gain. That's not okay. That is not consensual yeah. BDSM. That is, a, um, it's topics that you guys have covered.
1: Yeah, lately. I've already told a story about uh, a guy who ignored uh, the safe word that we'd set up at the beginning, which is, uh, which is wow. tantamount to uh, the R word. Um, to an extent. And uh, the worrying thing, I think, as well, is, you know, when you watch those uh, TV show or film where there's some guy beating up another guy, or usually it is a guy, by the way, and usually that is sort of a male-on-male thing, Mm -hmm. um, and they get one punch in, and then there's sort of red mist descends, and they just keep pummeling away, and then suddenly the guy's dead.
3: Yeah. Um, there's yeah. like
1: a, there's a similar parallel, I think with, mm-hmm. uh, with sex in the, um, particularly with a top, um, and some of the, well, some, I still, it is very few mm-hmm. of the, of the tops that I've been with, but it's more than one where mm-hmm. they get carried away. Anything that you set up from the start, sometimes with these people, they forget that there's a rule book. Suddenly you're, you're the recipient of, you know, you're the guy who's being pummeled to death, uh, in the kind of sexual equivalent of that anyway. Yeah. So... You know, those moments are uh, horrible because you, can't, from your perspective, you've agreed to be to have your kind of control uh, over your own body removed to a large part. And they are almost always, you know, bigger and stronger than you anyway. Or at least that's how I like my doms. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> uh there's not a lot you can do except kind of suffer whatever it is they've redirected all of their blood to their penis and they've stopped thinking and they're not listening to you uh which is it's unforgivable
2: it's horrible absolutely it's yeah i can't even articulate how much that upsets me to hear that people have been in those situations it is not kink it is not Uh, And sadly, it is often the perceived, uh, at least by the media, like what people Mm -hmm. like me are into. And it's just, it's not. Exactly. I I was with somebody um, before I moved to London who Mm. pushed past those boundaries. And that Mm. was a point where I was too naive to understand even what a safe word was. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, like, God, just if I could go back and give myself the knowledge that I have now, Mm -hmm. like. Oh, so many situations would have been avoided.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, th- that's a really important thing you said, actually, I think that, that that's not kink. And I think, you know, even, even if you you know have a kink, which is this, or whatever, you're interested in this, you're turned on by this, but actually to not listen to someone's safe words or not communicate with your partner is not kink and I think yeah. that's quite important to um, clarify that definition because I certainly know a lot of people who don't really know the scene or, or don't know anybody in the scene or whatever who just you know who think I really didn't want to bring this up I didn't want to say the, the name of this book but who think like 50 shades of grey is like
3: I'm is, is <laughs> oh, like, yeah. oh, sorry I'm sorry <laughs>
1: Guess, that offends every sensibility. Guess, decision, guess, no just
0: not know, just look. I guarantee you that someone listening to this will be like, oh, Fifty Fifty Shades of Grey is is about kink, right?" And and I, right, yeah. you know, I just think, yeah, that's really important. Like you said, Bambi, to just clarify what what is not kink, yeah. and not emotionally and physically abusing someone and not listening to their boundaries or not respecting their boundaries is not. Yeah.
1: yeah, there are so many other lessons, right? I mean, the 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 thing about the safe word in general. I can't believe how many years I was. Uh, well, I say years. Uh, probably it was a couple of years if you count some of the experiences I had back at near sort of uni days sort of just mm-hmm. trying out a few lighter aspects of kink at that time but how much you're kind of actually uh, kind of climbing without a rope or abseiling without I don't know what you, what you would call that you're kind of scaling a mountain without any kind of sort of safety right. equipment
0: like a harness if you don't or, have a, yeah. yeah a harness yeah. That's,
1: that's a good one but like with, if you don't have your safe word you're literally you've chosen to do this without any kind of like safety net you're just literally you could fall like mm-hmm. someone you know could do something horrible to you um there are like i love my shibari and my japanese bondage as well mm-hmm. um and uh you can there's a real risk of doing that too tightly yeah. um, and cutting off circulation to parts of your body um mm-hmm. and if you don't have that ability to say do you know what hang on a minute this is too tight can you just loosen that a little bit mm-hmm. um because you don't need to like the tight feeling is nice but you don't actually necessarily have to cut off circulation to, for me to enjoy what was going on Mm -hmm. um so it's important for me to be able to signal that that's uh too far or not or you know because there's a real risk that you could cause damage
2: oh absolutely like shibari can be really dangerous i've even Mm. had photo shoots Mm. where god you can see the color of my hands have changed because the person has done it Mm. too tight and Mm. that's so important like if you are doing any kind of bondage because like even if you put a cuff on too tight, like mm-hmm. checking blood flow is so important and making sure that like reflexes are still there. Like if you, as you were saying earlier, like don't want to interrupt the flow and the magic of that headspace and like mm-hmm. simple things of like trying to hold somebody's hand and uh releasing it and then trying to hold it again. If their movements are slightly different the second time, then that means that there's something wrong. Yeah. I think it's the case of like if you can fit like a finger in between like the skin and the rope especially in wrists yes. and joints mm-hmm. then like that is better than god like as much as i love coming out of a scene like covered in bruises and rope marks and stuff mm. like yeah. i would rather still be able to lift a pen the next day
3: <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: uh- <laughs> oh dear sorry boss i can't do my job today
3: <laughs> oh, <no>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> I mean um, no
0: but yes. <laughs> that, that's really important and actually that, that's really helpful like actually like genuinely nice like practical tips um mm. the thing with the pinky and, and like checking by like, holding someone's hand that's really cool i recently i like, got like a beginner's book um on shibari for christmas and wow. uh i want to uh, see that yeah (laughs) um we like trying trying out some things and actually okay so okay this brings me to something else as well what what we're talking about tops and doms and stuff and how actually i always get the impression that as a and i'd be interested to hear more from you as well bambi on this but that to be a dominant you kind of need to be very caring and very good at listening like having that awareness anyways this is the thing with with the ropes um so my partner and i've been trying stuff out and for me i'm just like oh, this is taking so long to try this knot. But then, but for him, he's like, this is really important because I need to know how to do it because I don't want mm. you to be hurt. So I don't know. It's just, um, I don't know if it's the case with all tops and doms, but like always being aware of the feelings and comfort of the sub seems to be kind of prerequisite
2: yeah that is it's so important um because you are responsible for that person's well-being so like as a submissive I'm really into like being cutesy and small and I really like it when my tops are like almost a little bit patronizing towards me and like (laughs) play into the like the age play dynamic Mm -hmm. kind of thing of me being smaller and cuter Mm -hmm. Uh, but then like when I'm dominant I am aware of those things in the back of my head Mm -hmm. but a lot of the people that I play with want that use me, abuse me, and take advantage mm-hmm. of me—sort of vibe, but mm-hmm. which I—I I find kind of—it's—it's it's difficult from uh, again cisgendered men um (laughs) they they always want um I find it really hard when um somebody messages me and they're like oh I want you to like fuck me and leave me and then and I'm like no I can't leave you. I need to do the aftercare and make sure that you're okay I need to give you jelly babies and make sure that we can hug afterwards like I'll be a bitch to you but like I need that I need to make sure that you're okay yeah so yeah kind of like a, a tangent there but um as you were saying like in the in the rope thing this might be related this might not but i had <laughs> an idea of like I did a workshop as a bottom, uh, a rope bunny for somebody, yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they were talking about the ways that you can make those tying moments sensual, of like the mm-hmm. when you like whip the rope through their yeah. arm and it like mm-hmm. whips past them and it hurts a little bit, or like the really sensual caresses and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. talking about it later, obviously, like the the building the scene based on what your sub wants and what you want, and mm-hmm. and finding mm-hmm. those little niche moments and stuff. But yeah, it can be also like a really good place, a really good way of getting your sub. Submissive to like fall into that headspace and like trust uh, that this is the direction that you both want the scene to go and. Mm stuff like that rambling now <laughs> no, no, no.
0: <laughs> it's all really useful interesting like fascinating stuff
1: I really like the point you made about um the kind of I can be a bitch in the bedroom but then like I can be like I, I'll be like really caring and give you jelly babies afterwards like I often find that um because the kind of people who are more dominant often are like very like soft outside of the bedroom and mm-hmm. vice versa so I'm an absolute wanker in real life <laughs> But, um, <laughs> and I like to get my own way And various other things like that But actually as a sub I um, In a strange way I suppose as you say like The sub does have some sort of control uh, mm-hmm. Over the scene in a, in a in more of a way Than the, the dom does The dom makes choices for the sub On the sub's behalf But the sub has pre-approved uh, That set of choices The kind mm-hmm. of like the kind of if we go back to program management, they're almost like the kind of, you know, the senior owner or the kind of director, you know. Um, so you kind of got that um, that dynamic still exists, and it's, it's always interesting that um, the dom and sub kind of mentality is um, is not as obvious, sort of in sort of how the brain works and how the choices are
2: made.
0: Yeah. So so, and also what you were saying about the cuddling and jelly babies and things. Um, obviously, aftercare is really important.
2: It's crucial. It's not just important. Like there yeah. is such a thing called subdrop, which is when your body has gone into that adrenaline mode for so long, obviously all of your endorphins are so high, mm. um, mm-hmm. you that subdrop then kicks in. And occasionally I've had it like two days after where I've gone into like this deep depression and I've not wow. known why and yeah that's why having that moment of like the one of my really close friends who whenever they go to dungeons and they don't know mm-hmm. anybody or like uh, they've brought a sub with them they no matter who, what the situation is they always bring a fuck ton of harry bows and a little <laughs> travel like blanket nice. oh that's so sweet uh, yeah yeah so just like making sure that their partner Whatever is going to have that sugar replenishness, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And make yeah. sure that they come out of it feeling special again. That, like they like yeah. bring back that humanity as well. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: really interesting. The, the sort of disconnect from sort of you because you, you're entering another world, right? You're a different character.
2: Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. um and a different
2: part of your brain completely totally Mm -hmm.
1: yeah 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 Mm -hmm. so it's really important to get back because I I did I had no idea about that I didn't know that was a thing I've definitely felt it in the past but I didn't Mm. know why or what it was so that's really useful to understand a bit better
0: i also get the impression um that the aftercare is also very important for the top um oh, like yeah, you were saying yeah, as yeah. well because i suppose you've just been in the situation where you're potentially been quite aggressive or quite dominant over someone to so then yeah. have that cuddly equal time is really important as well
2: yeah it is it's definitely um i've been in club moments where the sub has wanted like i've said like to just like leave me afterwards and it's like no i need to know that you are safe for, so that i don't walk around being anxious of like mm-hmm. oh just cause somebody permanent nerve damage or mm. whatever mm. um yeah i don't know i'm a really anxious person and i kind of think that that helps me be a better dog
3: <laughs> yeah
2: yeah constantly worrying um that they're okay but yeah like there is top drop as well because the amount of mm. as you've said like the amount of energy that uh, it can take me weeks to plan a, a scene with somebody mm. um mm. so if, to have that energy like gone in an hour like mm. all of that prep just like it's the same of like prepping for a show i guess yeah yeah yeah
1: i have a lot of respect for, for a good top uh, yep. because uh, there is so much work that goes into it yep. and i have you know not just like uh, mentally but physically as well i all mm-hmm. i have to do is lie there and my muscles will do a lot of work <laughs> in kind of spasming yeah. and you know all the rest of it as i kind of can't control the different you know reactions that i have and i'm very i'm a very responsive sub as, as i often yeah. get told um, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a sack of potatoes sub. I'm afraid. Uh, that, I think some some people are into that, but that's not me at all.
2: Oh no, I absolutely love because it's it, um, being able to spot what is the difference between like a flinch mm. and uh, like a like a little shudder of like oh my god, mm-hmm. that felt really good. Like yeah, um, mm-hmm. like I much prefer. Uh, quote unquote working with a sub who is mm-hmm. more responsive in that way.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, um so we yeah. spoke about the end of a scene and the come downs, but I think mm-hmm. we should maybe take it back to the top of the scene if you'll forgive the pun. Uh and talk about <laughs> <laughs> uh building a scene.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm totally yeah. happy to I obviously I can only share what I do. It's yeah uh, so different for everybody else, but it's uh working together, create like a place where you are both on an equal level and make sure that you're both heard of like what you mm-hmm. want and stuff. Uh as I've said I'm really into like the cute fluffy kind of <laughs> element of everything. So yeah. one of my favorite things to do is include Disney trivia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> So this story is not about a cisgendered man as my sub, if that is okay. Uh, it was uh, a yeah. yeah, lovely of
3: woman
2: that I hold in very high regard. And uh, we were at a club in London and I had her on a spanking bench mm-hmm. and I had a tube of lipstick and uh, a fucking bag full of toys as well. I <laughs> I'm fucking fall of myself. I walk around with it all strapped around my waist like a little yeah. belt.
3: Uh, <laughs> Just
2: for easy access. Uh, but yeah, it was like a series of Disney trivia questions. And every time she got one wrong, I would like put a mark of lipstick on her butt cheek for Amazing. which ones she got right and which one she got wrong.
3: Mm-hmm. Uh
2: and it would be reward-based of like if you got a question right, then you can have uh, two minutes. With this vibrator against you, okay. uh, and if not, then I'm a beat you till you cry kind of thing. If mm-hmm. that is if that's the level that they want to take it to,
3: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah. And uh, on this one particular occasion, I had built up quite an audience for it, and I, I <laughs> love getting like <laughs> the game show,
1: yeah, I <laughs> the game show. The um,
2: <laughs> it, like as well, and making sure that like she's okay with it, yeah, yeah. Uh, asking like different people of like oh you know, maybe do you think that that was the right answer guys maybe <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that was a particular favorite of mine uh, because after that i had like essentially a queue of people that thought i was one of the house doms uh and, like <laughs> they kept asking me to do stuff oh, um, wow. and heading back to kind of safety and also kind of like real kink versus like 50 shades kink. Mm -hmm. There's the difference of people that came up to me of like, oh, I just want you to like beat in black and blue. And I'm like, no, no, like Mm -hmm. we need to have this conversation first. I need to ask him or her or them if (laughs) uh, they have any injuries I need to know about, if they have, Mm -hmm. if they don't want to be in this position for too long, I need to know (laughs) what words trigger them. Cause if Mm -hmm. I suddenly turn around and call somebody a slut and that was a word that they, uh, you know, you you don't want to put anybody in that place. Uh, So, yeah, uh, relating to creating a scene, having the conversation about um, injuries and stuff, like, I Mm -hmm. can't stay kneeling down from a a university Mm -hmm. acrobatics Mm -hmm. (laughs) 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 So exciting. Uh, Is this person into humiliation? Do they want to be degraded and called, like, my little wormy slut that is only going to be good for filling up with stuff and... Mm -hmm. So talking about hard and soft limits as mm-hmm. well um which a hard limit is something that you don't want touched you don't want to be called or anything for me it's my feet if anybody goes near my feet then I will immediately like be removed from that headspace okay yeah I'll more than likely kick you in the balls like don't Gosh, come anywhere okay. near my feet. Um, <laughs> yeah. so soft limit is uh this is something that could be a hard limit but like if we were in the right scenario if I was in the right headspace then like we'd have to have a conversation about it but like Mm. maybe we can play with that um Mm -hmm. but it's something that i find a lot in like vanilla sex it's not talked about like i Mm -hmm. have a real thing about anal as well that's that was a hard limit for me based on um ptsd yeah actually um and talking about that like in the moment because (laughs) this guy who's never been on the kink scene decides to like try and put a finger in my butt and i'm like no like Mm -hmm. no stop it (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no no I'm just on that like I find that people that participate in kink and like genuinely do it and aren't trying mm-hmm. to abuse the system like I find that to be much more respectful sex mm-hmm. in which I'm heard a lot more mm-hmm. but like in creating a scene making sure that like, the yeah. sub feels safe to do so making sure that everything that happens is agreed upon and if there is wiggle room to make sure that the boundaries are going to be stuck to mm-hmm. I recently saw a a meme of somebody saying, like, my sub is a coloring book. They draw the lines and I color within them. Oh, and nice. I just think that's really sweet and soft. And it's, yeah, yeah, both really really good, good them create the picture yeah. together. Yeah, but yeah. It is, as long as those boundaries are met.
1: Uh, so I used to be um, a member of this uh, site uh, that was sort of gay kink. Uh, so the dom would say to me, you know, like what? What do you want me to do to you when we? And I'm kind of like, do you know what? I've given you my limits. Mm-hmm. And f- from a subs perspective, I want to be surprised a little bit. So I've kind mm-hmm. of given you like a menu. I don't mind giving like a menu and saying, mm-hmm. look, these are the things that I've tried before that I enjoy. I'm kind of okay to go off menu. Uh, with some sorts of various things that I don't haven't tried before as long as they're not outside of the limits that I already understand that mm-hmm. I don't like. But um, other than that, I kind of don't want to know what you're going to do to me because that's part of what I enjoy. Mm. Um, and what it goes back to what I said, I think, earlier about the dom. It's a lot of work on the dom. Um, that, sorry, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm probably yeah. a lot of work. Um, <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, I, it's it's. Uh, I feel like I'm very comfortable to set up the kind of lines and the borders mm. but um within that i'm happy for the for them to pick up a pencil and sketch whatever they want mm-hmm. um I'll
0: do anything <laughs> yeah and um, so that because that's interesting because like, i suppose okay with, with my partner we do quite a lot of role play and, and like set up scenes but it's sort of um the conversation kind of goes as far as okay i kind of find this scenario set, so we do kind of like, i teach a student or like secretary boss or like that kind of thing and it's <laughs> like so this is the setup but then Beyond that, I feel like I expect him to think of things to do, <laughs> but like, um, but I suppose yeah. it's it's like we sort of have that conversation of like, what's a scene that we both find sexy or or turn on, and 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 then sometimes it might be like we might say like, oh, I quite like the idea of this, and the other person's like, oh, okay, cool, I haven't thought of that, but you know, let's try it, or mm, I'm not sure, maybe when I'm feeling. <laughs> in a more a more robust <laughs> mood i don't know yeah. but yeah no, which is which is in which it goes back to what you were saying bambi about like obviously like triggers and, and things like that and actually and, and soft um was it hard what was the word
2: hard limits and soft limits yeah that was it yeah was like, I I guess,
0: guess, maybe? yeah so i definitely i feel like i've definitely had that before where like there's something that in certain situations i don't think i'd feel comfortable doing it but because I feel very safe and it's with someone I love very much, then I'm like, okay, no, like I'd be happy to try this, but let's kind of go slowly. But yeah. So I think that that's, yeah, really interesting just how to even start setting up a scene. Mm. And for you, Raphael, would you say that you, um, yeah. So you would just be like, okay, these are my limits.
1: Yeah. Just think of something. So so <laughs> like, There are also some things where I might give like what I call my like whatever's. Or like my, Mm -hmm. my neutral list where you could do that all day and I won't care, but I also (laughs) won't be turned on either. I won't care, (laughs) positively or negatively. Like, I will be bored.
0: (laughs) 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 Like, like it won't bother me. I won't be upset. Yeah, no, (laughs) that's
1: fine. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I don't care. (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, but that yeah. is actually interesting because I think you know um everyone obviously has different like erogenous zones or whatever. Mm. Like for me my left ear is like so,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> anything's
0: my left ear it's very arousing. But like somewhere else that someone else might find arousing just eh. so if you're with a new partner then how should how would they know that? And going off the last person they they sexually aroused. So it is important to tell mm. to tell people these these um grey areas
2: that don't do anything for you.
1: Yeah, but definitely. My,
2: mm. Yeah, different
1: strokes for different folks. Exactly. Right?
2: <laughs> exactly. <for> folks. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Um, I wanted to go back to what you were saying about your the the teacher role play. Mm-hmm. Um, I was aware of a, a scene um a, a club that I never okay. actually got the chance to go to, and I'm really sad about it. <laughs> uh, but they had. <laughs> An actual teacher, who was also on the kink scene, uh, come in okay. and lead a lesson. Oh, uh, wow. And everybody had to take it very seriously. Oh, and wow. rewards and punishments were dished out at the end. Oh, uh, so for any dominance listening on how to create a personal, personalised scene, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm really into like risk and reward. And uh, somebody once said that I... I'm good at making them feel like it's their fault and stuff like that.
3: (laughs) Uh,
2: (laughs) uh, Yeah, like the the Disney trivia thing or like coming up with tasks for your submissive to do that Mm -hmm. you know that they can achieve and they really want the reward Mm -hmm. so they work harder for it or giving them something that they absolutely will fail at and know mm-hmm. that there's a punishment waiting for them that they are also mm-hmm. equally excited about. Just make it silly and, and mm-hmm. stupid. Like, the b- the best ideas I've had have been followed very swiftly with me being like, oh, well, kink is really serious. Why are you complaining so much? <laughs> <laughs> Um, There's a game I really like to play in a club. I actually got told off for this once. Um, What? I I bought a really old retro iPod with me. Yeah. You're not allowed phones in the dungeon. So this dungeon monitor, I I put the headphones in my subs ears and told them that at exactly two minutes, Mm -hmm. you have to put your hand up, but you don't, you're not allowed to look at the iPod. You have to just guess when two minutes is. Okay. And however far in or out you are, that's how many spanks you're right. gonna get. Mm-hmm. And this DM came up to me and was like, "No phones." And I was like, "But it's an iPod." And they it's just not a phone. like, "That is the oldest motherfucking iPod <laughs> I've ever seen." What are you doing with one of them? Um, Amazing.
3: That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's so great.
1: I've spoken about like I enjoy bondage before mm-hmm. on the podcast. One of the things that really uh, exc- I find exciting, just from almost like a porn slash. Uh, Like cartoon drawings and various other things online. Perspective is the idea of predicament bondage, where Mm. you you um, can't—you're stuck in a kind of slightly uncomfortable position, and every move kind of slightly makes it worse. So you have to kind of uh, balance it or something like that. Yeah, Um, I find that idea very exciting. I love the kind of idea of anything where you're kind of the the only way is down, Mm -hmm. uh, but um, (laughs) but obviously in a good, lovely, uh, very exciting and sexy way. But nevertheless, you know you know you're headed for that direction. Uh, it's just a matter of uh, how you get there, I suppose.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, I'm yeah. A, I'm a big fan of yeah. predicament bondage as well. Of sometimes you can be like you can you can lean into the vibrating wand, or you can uh, be stuck with this piece of rope digging into your ribs. Like which, <laughs> yeah. whichever one you want, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so hot both, both,
1: both are exciting both are good feelings yes. but a little bit too much of one is not
2: yeah exactly
1: it, uh, yeah.
3: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> yeah
0: exactly
1: brilliant <laughs> um, absolutely brilliant
0: um, we've mentioned this in a previous podcast but um, but yeah my my partner and I do like the um, 50 states of the USA um, so Amazing. it's things like having to do those and that's something that I feel like I, I love stupid trivia so it's like it's something that I, I pride myself at being fairly good at but yeah, the the idea that like it's something that I that is achievable and something I can do, but when I'm really turned on and distracted, it, it's much harder to
3: remember. Right. <laughs> so, so it's kind of <laughs> that thing of like
0: something that should be not too difficult for you in like a completely neutral setting, yeah. but because you've got all this other stuff going on, then you're gonna mess up and kind of want to mess up a little bit. But not yeah. too much. <laughs> it's just kind of just like, enough to make it fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And then the there was, whole idea of like
1: yeah. if you're if you're being like touched in a like a very erotic, like teasy way and mm-hmm. you're trying to maintain a clear head and get through something oh my God, yeah. it's like, it's so exciting, yeah. but also yeah. like, ah, my brain isn't working anymore. I have gone to mush. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, it's like, and actually feeling yourself go from that, like quite like, mm. sharp, like normal brain to like mushy, sexy brain. Like it's just yeah. kind of like, like feeling the journey, I just think is amazing. <laughs> kind of-
3: exactly. But you're
2: still awake in that space. That's the yeah. thing. Like if you put a task involved, then you are not slipping so deep into subspace uh Mm -hmm. that blissful euphoria of getting lost in your own body uh that it kind of elongates the scene and kind of makes it more you're more aware of what's going on as well Mm -hmm. which is yeah both parties like
1: heightened in in a different way yeah
0: so then when you eventually get to that point of like sort of completely letting go i suppose then also that can feel even more exciting yeah exactly oh i love it (laughs) Yes, I think what I'm really interested in is what is sexually arousing about being the dominant person in that situation, could you expand more on that mindset? Like I'm so happy that dominance like exists, but I don't understand. <laughs> I don't understand how like, Yeah,
1: like your brain won't go there.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm so subby. So yeah. It's
1: a good question. Can
0: you yeah, I know. Uh yeah, I can try.
2: Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's
0: hard. It's hard. Like, I know.
2: Um when I so I went onto the scene completely like I'm a sub, only sub, la 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 la, beat me up and make me lick your boots. Like that's that's yeah, all yeah. I yeah. can possibly do. But I met somebody and the joy of like making them happy and doing stuff Mm -hmm. for them sort of turned me into a service top, which meant obviously exactly that. Like I was Mm -hmm. creating scenes to please them Mm -hmm. and make them happy because that in turn made me really happy. And watching them be aroused by something that I was doing to them, that gets me going more than anything. Mm -hmm. Um, But the more that I slipped into my dominant character... Um, I really enjoy more selfishly watching <laughs> somebody suffer at my <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: great.
1: Excellent.
2: <laughs> it's like uh, as simple as that. I love that.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. So
2: actually it was <laughs> a gradual up. thing. Yeah. yeah. I was with a really wonderful woman who I was the sub- like the lowest rung of the ladder between her and her partner mm-hmm. and one night we were all three of us playing mm-hmm. and she said to me afterwards she was like there was something in your eyes that was very different tonight <laughs> and i was like oh oh really would you care to expand <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, and thus my my dominant streak began uh, oh, sadly wow. the her the male counterpart in that scenario uh-huh. was not really happy about it He like um, I started playing at an event um that he was involved in and mm-hmm. being the dominant in the scene. And he literally said to one of my friends that was watching me, like, oh, let's take her down a peg. <gasps> to which my friend was like, Absolutely not. She's worked too hard to be like confident in this headspace. Yeah, yeah. Like, absolutely yeah. fuck off. Wow. It's, yeah. It's especially in the space of where, you know, we're told we are women, we are small and fragile and we yeah, have to yeah. sit back and be submissive. That's all that we can be. Okay. So.
1: Yes, getting involved in the kink scene. So there are lots mm-hmm. of different uh, routes in, but um, obviously uh, I've had a little bit of experience. So I have to talk through mine as well,
2: so I can tell you uh, how I got into the scene. Uh, mm. and Amazing! It is a way that I have encouraged to a lot of other people mm-hmm. who are new and a little bit nervous about it. But anyway, once upon <laughs> a <another> time, uh, <laughs> uh, when I when I first moved to London, I was on Tinder because mm-hmm. why the the fuck not and it was one of those goddamn profiles that is a suited and booted torso shot of a guy holding a cane
3: yeah. wow and i was like
2: why not like <laughs> <laughs> So I started talking to this guy, and we were seeing each other for a bit, but he suggested to me that I get on a website called FetLife, uh, Mm F-E-T-L-I-F-E, and it is essentially like Facebook for perverts, and there is... Photos uh, like really professional photos and stuff mm. um, from loads of photographers across the world that are like shibari stuff and mm. um, uh, you can message people and you have a profile and stuff and yeah just the regular social media kind of things but they also mm. have a section which is for uh, events that you can attend and that is how I got started I attended what is known in the business uh, a munch which is mm. a gathering of kinky like-minded people but wearing regular society approved clothing in a normal pub like it's not (laughs) we're not all flopping our dicks out and being who's the biggest and stuff like um, it's not not
1: that section of the pride march
2: (laughs) 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 we're all just in woolly jumpers at the front
3: (laughs) I'm
2: going too. Um, Yeah, so I I went to a couple munches and uh, also there was the Camden Crunch, which was like the next step up, which was uh, like a party club atmosphere, but without the dungeon element. Like just let's Mm. go dance in our nicest latex kind of thing. It was really great for me, being somebody who had just moved to the big scary city, and I didn't know anybody. And I like reached out to a couple people. Uh, that I had met through the munches like it was really nice like to hang out like what other ref- events would you recommend and stuff um I find that to be the best way because for me kink is about those genuine connections with mm-hmm. people and getting to know them and yeah. the the mm-hmm. getting to know somebody and the suggestion of like creating a friendship group before you start trying to find that right dominant that person to make all of your dreams come true because yeah. there's a there is a phenomena which I definitely fell prey to called mm-hmm. uh, sub frenzy which is like I've found this great scene I'm gonna have all of the people play with me mm-hmm. and I'm gonna do all of the things and I'm gonna make some really bad choices <laughs> um and <laughs> yeah I'm so I was definitely in that headspace like as mm-hmm. I said like I I like blitzed through all of these events and went to all of these uh, venues and stuff and if I didn't have specifically the, the couple I was telling you about earlier if I didn't have the woman in that relationship mm-hmm. like looking over me then like I probably would have played with some people just because they paid attention to me and not because mm-hmm. I knew like okay well we're both into this mm-hmm. um, I'm gonna have a good time with this person because I trust them it was just like oh there is a man who is dressed as as a, a captain of the army and <laughs> looks really sexy in that hat and I'm gonna bend over for him and
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was, like,
2: really glad to have had uh, um, like a sort of mental vibe within her as mm-hmm. well mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's so important to like not get caught up in the excitement of it because you like that's how you can fall victim to people who aren't dominant and express mm-hmm. their sexual desires in very unhealthy ways mm-hmm. and- yeah mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no that's really helpful yeah
1: but I'll Hey, well, you know, I finished on a happier
2: note.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: so I was, was going to say a little bit about how I um, was experimenting when I got to London, and actually, hilariously, this. Uh, so, I did a little bit of dabbling, kind of through uh, Recon, which is a, a gay uh, kink site. And after that, I actually got into. Um, there was an event that I was aware of called Collard, which is like a kind mm. of uh, it's like a gay kink night that takes place in. Um, I think it's called Central Bar or something like that, up in sort of Kings Crossy sort of area. Um, And I remember going there and it was a really interesting night. So I spent uh, whenever I go to kind of clubs or or that sort of thing, if I've ever been to like a a gay night uh, out, if I go on my own, it is always a failure. I always end up standing in the corner like a wallflower Mm. and no one looks at me because I'm just I just look too much like a loner. I don't look like I'm having a good time. So I probably put up, put out this yeah. kind of like go away from yeah. me kind of uh, a
3: protective attitude. wall. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: But this was very different. So I went in, and a few guys came up to me and chatted to me, and it was really nice. And they weren't my type, and I wasn't really into them. And I and some of the things they wanted to do, I was like, I'm not really into that. That was, but it was nice to talk to them, and they were very okay with it, mm-hmm. and they respected my boundaries, and they kind of let me be. And I thought this is a really nice, relaxing environment, and this is exactly kind of what I feel like I need right now. Um, I then bumped into a friend when I was like, and I was like,
3: uh... <laughs> it, was like it was like an initial <laughs> awkward amazing. like,
1: um, oh. And actually, funnily enough, earlier on, so back when I was still uh, at uni. Um, he and I played a, a couple of times and he like put me in shackles and things like that which was very, very hot um, with the one exception that my wrists are teeny tiny and I could easily get out of the
3: shackles <laughs> no! they wouldn't even go tight enough
1: it's ridiculous oh no. um, it was really funny and that was that was cool um, but anyway, so I saw him there and it was like, oh uh, what are you doing here? Uh, I haven't seen you in ages oh. <laughs> um, and no probably did not want to play with you tonight but nice to see you because um, mm-hmm. I was kind of looking for new things mm-hmm. and um, anyway, so later on in the evening um, a lot of people were kind of like playing um, openly, and so you'd have like there was a guy in a cage. There was like a wheel at the bar that you could spin for like punishments to do to the guy in the cage, and <laughs> like go in there for like twenty That's minutes. Amazing. Or That's amazing. It's pretty cool. cool. Um, and then while all this was happening, and a few things were happening around the room, there was a couple of gu- there were a couple of guys who were like, "Oh, I'm really into you." Started kissing me,
3: mm-hmm.
1: um, and one of them had me like sort of came up from behind and was like kissing me and like had my like um, sort of push pull my face back so that he would like kiss me from behind. Um, and then the other guy was like undoing my jeans and like giving me uh, a blowjob, but also slapping my balls. And um the the guy behind me was like pinching my nipples and stuff like that. Oh
3: wow. Oh, my I God. was like,
1: this is so hot. It yeah. was like <laughs> it was
3: like, <laughs>
1: it, was, like <laughs> it was like exhibitionist. I love wow. I love that kind of stuff. And um like mix of pain and pleasure stuff Um, and then the guy gave me his number afterwards and was like oh if you ever want to I live in Paris and if you ever want (gasps) to like come to Paris and do this and I was like I really do Um, (laughs) and and then and later on um, this other guy came up to me and was like oh you look really lonely but I saw you playing earlier and that was really hard um And uh, he was like, oh, my friend's really into you. And I was like, oh, that's a shame because I'm really into you because he was this really Mm -hmm. cute, like, boy that was maybe, like, three years younger than me. Mm -hmm. And of course uh you can guess what happens his friends come his friends come over there's more mm-hmm. than one of them but the, one of them that's interested in me is like trying to chat me up and i'm like i'm so sorry mate i'm not really into you at all mm-hmm. um, i'm into your friend that you sent over which you should have done <laughs> in the first
3: place so yeah,
1: exactly. um, but he was the guy that i wasn't actually was the dom and the guy that i liked was the sub and it's just okay. the story of my life is that i keep falling for subs Yeah, <laughs> oh,
3: <nice>. yeah, yeah <laughs> and yeah.
1: hilariously um that was like literally the night before I met my husband.
3: Was literally it? The night,
1: literally the night before. Yeah. Oh. The next day, I had, uh, I had, I played archery, and then I met, had my date <laughs> with my husband in the afternoon. First date. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so you didn't. Uh, that was it.
0: You didn't go to Paris.
1: Didn't go to Paris.
3: Oh. I know.
1: I know. Oh, that's well.
0: amazing, though. That kind of sensory overload, isn't it? With the yeah. nipples and the balls and the oh, it was a that was huge, so like, nice,
1: a, a big uh, announcement, like a fanfare entry into into the world. It was a very positive experience.
2: I'm really, that's happy amazing. That that. That's yeah,
3: so good. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh,
2: that's so good
1: um and we should stop there because we've gone we've got I've got too much to edit out
2: we've got lots of material now that's amazing <laughs> we, can talk, we
1: can have a, well, we want to have you back obviously
2: yes oh, I, mean, definitely. I was gonna say yeah, I've no, still no. got so much more to say but like <laughs> no also, that it. but it's, it's better to have
0: more to say than nothing more to say isn't it like yeah yeah no 100% we must revisit this topic or, or other topics that you can that you'd be interested in talking about as well um yeah, no I'd love to yeah fantastic there's so much great stuff
1: So Bambi, do you have anything for, and you'll forgive the pun, uh, us to plug...
2: Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I do. Yes. Uh, Excellent.
1: I mean, we all do, but um... <laughs>
2: <God>. <laughs> please, if please anybody go. would like to plug, that would that would be much much appreciated. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, uh, obviously, all the all the clubs are closed. There's no kink around, and no. so to keep myself busy and to put food on the table, I have been taking commissions for digital artwork through my Instagram page, which is Doe Get it because I'm a deer and I have doe eyes. <laughs> Thank you.
0: I'm a deer with um, eyes. You are such
1: a deer.
3: <laughs> you can't see yeah. a deer
2: listener, but these things are, are blinking so heavy right now. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs>
2: uh, but yes, I would be very grateful for likes and shares on that if you would like to follow um, more of my uh, stripper style floor work dances that I've been doing at the moment uh with some incredible teachers then you can follow me at bambi bang bang uk also on instagram uh yeah that that is that is me Thank you. amazing <laughs> we
0: amazing. we will link to both of those in the show notes um but also can I just add myself like you must 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 follow doe doodles on on instagram and like everything and order prints and commissions because they are beautiful beautiful pictures those beautiful art and um, it's one so of my much. favorite instagrams to look at so uh yes Uh, go ahead i'm gonna do i'm gonna do that right
1: now i'm so excited
3: (laughs) (laughs) excellent
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and thank you so much again for being on and we will definitely have you on again because this has been um amazing yes so much more to discuss yes Yes. i know i've really
2: i've really enjoyed it thank you for providing a platform to talk about the Necessities of it within the king community as well. Like it's, it's good. Thank you for awesome. all the work that you guys are doing. Oh, oh the, you're so welcome.
1: <laughs> thank you. <laughs> yeah. The bare necessities. Uh, bare in the bare the nude. Bare the sense. Yes. No. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, if you've enjoyed listening to us, then please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts,
2: and give us five stars. And if not. We'll respect your motherfucking boundaries. <laughs>
1: That's true. <laughs> Damn right. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at A to Z with men. That's A T O Z with men.
0: Or you can email us at A to Z with men at gmail.com. That's A T O Z with men at gmail.com.
2: We'd love to hear from you.
1: Until next time.
2: Goodbye. And thanks for listening.
1: Such a good idea, Irene.
2: Yes. <laughs> I'm
1: going to introduce this. <laughs> do
2: it. I, I'm on like a forum at the moment where everybody's like, um, there is a kink specific app mm-hmm. that's out at the moment called obedience or something like that. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, oh, it doesn't really work. It's like, yeah, why don't you just do some business planning app? <laughs> instead. <do> that instead. <laughs>
1: I'm a project manager now, so um, that's just guys! perfect. I love that. I was <laughs> like, I've got that software already.
2: That's great. Right. <laughs> the power is mine. Yes, or not.
3: Preferably or not. Or not. Or not. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Boop. Anal sex to zipless fucks. Pegging the heavy questions.
1: We've got it all tied up. <laughs> <laughs> It's
3: funny. That
1: was a Squirtle behind me is squirty. squirty. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Squirtle. Squirtle squirtle
0: <laughs> no. Very uh, yeah. <laughs> Go- going back to um the topping and bottoming mindsets. Is this part of this conversation, or not? can we talk about it now?
3: try it and I'll stop you I don't (laughs) know what you're going
0: (laughs) I don't know I confused myself I got in my head well
1: that's one for the bloopers